Hey there, welcome back to the Path to Zion podcast. We are rediscovering the ancient way. Thank you for tuning in today. Look, I've got a mere, oh, few moments. And I just wanted to post this. I'm going to sit on it a little bit before it goes public. So the only way that, that you are even now hearing it is if I decide to um, allow it to come out the other side of, of some scrutiny and prayer. I just have <laughs> just have some thoughts to share, I guess. I just finished up a work day and there are a couple things that I'm looking for specifically. Um some used items to buy. So I opened up my Facebook to uh look at a couple marketplace items. While I was up in this certain area, um, just a little, about an hour from my house where I'm working today. And when this yard sale site opened, some member of the yard sale site has had posted, shared, I don't, I don't know, I guess shared it in the public um, yard sale page. Some pastor preacher guy somewhere I don't have any idea who he is where he is what he believes what he teaches what he preaches I don't know anything other than just what started playing on my phone and it instantly grabbed my attention because he referenced something about specifically to quote Jesus the Christ And I could tell from the very beginning that this dude was super animated, angry. I, I, more so in the past than than present moment, have been a very agitated individual at times, speaking with great passion, emotion, and I still do, but through some correction, through listening to some correction, through responding to the word of the Lord for me to become more tempered. You know, those aren't quite as frequent as they used to be, and surely not in the same, um, not to the same level, I guess, as they once were. But, I know what that sounds like, and, and more importantly, I know what it feels like. And so I gave him a few minutes to see what this guy was ranting about, and he proceeds as as he uh, is sharing, sitting in his car. He's just, man, he's ticked. Well, what's he ticked off about? The unfairness as a Christian American of losing his rights. Something about he can't go... He had to put a mask up to his face to go into Walmart. But he took it off as soon as he was cleared to go in. He was so mad. (laughs) And something about he loves Dunkin' Donuts, and Dunkin' Donuts should sponsor his ministry because he goes there so often. And even his Dunkin' Donuts said, you're not buying donuts here without a mask. I'm paraphrasing. And how he's violated and he can't stand it. He won't take it anymore. He is so mad. 
And here's the thing. Well, what, Joel, why in the world are you telling me this? Well, number one, you might be somebody who loved that video already, if it's popular. Because guess what? It had, what did it have? I don't remember. It had millions of views. I think it was like 4.5 million views in 24 hours. Thousands of shares. And that's why I have to turn this on, because we're talking about being people of balance. We're talking about people who, look, if we need our voice heard, then yes and amen, we all need to share what the Spirit is saying to us in self-control and maturity. Countering what be what is being said, even by seemingly those in the body of Christ with a very loud voice being heard. And comment after comment. Because I, I contemplated for a little bit about should I say something? Why bother, right? I mean, literally, if y'all do Facebook and um, any kind of... Um, I don't know. Just any kind of media like that. You know how it works. It's like when the comments are are popping up and it's literally while it's open for just a mere few moments. Bloop, 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 bloop. It sounds like Pac-Man playing in the background. Comment, 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 comment. And friends, here's my challenge. You know who is commenting? Patriotic Christian America. Amen, 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 amen. That's right. You said it. We won't take it. We've got to stand up. You're not taking away my donuts. You're not telling me I can't shop at Walmart. Friends, can I just add something of of thought? Something that maybe you haven't thought about? I've said this in many conversations over this, this calendar year, but I don't know that I've mentioned it on here. Do you remember when the whole LGBG apostrophe T EFG movement really got ramped up and like the gay couple I think it was was wanting a cake made for their wedding and some business said no. We reserve the right to tell you no and it was a national issue. And the Christians, oh boy, did they enjoy that. You can't tell a business what to do. What did the gay couple say? Man, this is our right as American citizens to shop here, to do business here. This is my right. You can't deny me service because of my preference. It's pouring rain as I drive. I apologize for the background noise. Y'all probably remember that scenario. The gay and lesbian couple, well, you can't be both now, can you? (laughs) See how confusing all of this is with gender and preference? (laughs) That's about how I feel towards it. Who's what now? What? What are you? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But, I mean, I remember clearly the church, the, the Republican right. Oh, boy. You will not tell that business that you 
have to be served. They reserve the right. Well, Christian church, Christian patriot, listen to what I'm saying. What about now? What about now? Now, the church is looking very hypocritical. Now, the same people are saying, hey, business, hey, corporate business, hey, Dunkin' Donuts, you're not telling me what to do. I will, I will get my donuts here. Now, open the window and let me in. In that case, open the door. You could go through the drive-thru. But hey, I deserve the right to go in the store. I've shopped here for 10 years, you know. I'm just asking some seemingly simple questions. Friends, we've been hypocritical. The church has been hypocritical and we look very foolish. The educated secular world sees it. One little search on the internet on YouTube will divulge much information that the secular world is seeing within the church that is absolutely true of their scathing report of revealing the church's condition and hypocrisy. Much of it is true. Now, I can already hear, I can already hear people that listen to this program that consider, consider themselves conservative, patriotic Christians, just like, all right, I'm done with Joel now. He's crossed the line. He references this kind of stuff enough, but now he's just, man, now it's too blatant, I'm done. Well, why? Is it possible that it's true, friend? Is it possible that it's true? Because as millions of people who claim to be Christian click amen, praise the Lord, you got that right. Nobody's going to tell us what to do towards videos like that gentleman's video. Friends, what are we saying? That guy looked completely out of control speaking in the name of Jesus. Jesus would never put up with this. Wait a minute. Are you, wait. Have we read the life of the Messiah? who was whipped and scourged and suffered as a servant unto death and denied every single right that should have been his in this natural life? What about Moses? What did Moses do? And he was a precursor of Yeshua Messiah. He gave up everything to suffer and endure alongside the people of God. On purpose, he denied what was rightfully his. He could have and should have been in a palace. What about John the Immerser? What about him? He should have been a priest. High and lofty, revered, honorable. Y'all, do we understand what we're saying when we get all worked up in our emotions and we stand up and demand our rights as Christian Americans? It's so... I'm going to use a word that I would say to my eight-year-old son. It's just so yucky. <laughs> Let's keep this light. It's so yucky. It's nasty. It's repulsive. The Christian majority's heart's posture is so arrogant and boastful 
and demanding she receives reward and favor and comfort right now. Friends, we don't look like our Messiah King. We don't. The church just doesn't. We've got to come undone. We've got to leave behind our rights, our indulgences, and what we say we have to have because we deserve it. And lastly, because this is, like I said, is going to be very, very short, the theme of what he was saying, out again, in anger and complete, completely no restraint, from my vantage point, was he was yelling at masks, throwing them down, saying, these are the great deceiver. These masks are the, the great deception. It's the divider of, of the body and of mankind. And the mask, the mask, the mask. And man, I just felt within me just my spirit groaning, saying, Oh Lord, open this brother's eyes to see the deeper, greater issue. Man, the mask isn't the problem. The church is the problem. My mind immediately went to Paul and Silas in the prison. Where do we place the blame? Oh man, these shackles, this dungeon... This jailer that I'm chained to, man, they're killing my belief. It's ruining my faith. It's annihilating my Christianity. Oh, this jail. Oh, these bonds. No way. We praise the Lord. We praise the Lord. We lift high His name. We glorify Him, and I don't care what the conditions say. The problem, friend, is not the masks. The masks cannot divide the church any more than the shackles could have held Paul and Silas. I have preached message after message on here and elsewhere saying what? Why, when the earthquake came, to, quote, set Paul and Silas free, why did they not split and run out of town? Why did they remain? God sent a messenger to set them free, right? Friend, they were already free. They were already free. The chains did not hold them. They lived what they had been preaching which was, no one takes my life, I lay it down willingly. You cannot take something from someone who is already free and already dead to self. So here's the problem. We're still alive. Our natural flesh man cravings that demand freedoms and rights because it's in a constitution or in your mind or both, friends, those things are going to be called to be put on the altar. I'm telling you right now, majority Christian America, this is coming. This is coming for you. I don't know if anyone will listen to this. I don't know. But that's not the point. The point is the message has to go out. Listen, friend, please. This is what I just spoke on in, in the 
Church, Where Are You? two-part series. Please go listen to that. It was just a couple days ago if you have not listened. Part two actually posted this morning. One of what I believe the shortcomings and issues that is being unveiled and revealed in this hour, in this age of chaos and lawlessness right here in the middle of this calendar year, has been um, divided loyalty. Divided allegiance. I would say from my vantage point, most of the Christian patriotic Americans that I've known that are God and guns, 50-50, are living a divided allegiance. Mixed. And friends, I am thoroughly convinced that's probably one of the next things that is going to be put on the altar for God's people to sift them. I feel that so strongly. I could literally talk about that for hours. No kidding. So what about our rights? Man, I'm telling you, if we're that offended when we can't go to Dunkin' Donuts, oh, Lord, help us. And I'm not even playing. Lord, help us. Help us, God, if thousands and millions of people sit alongside a brother who is ranting about not being allowed to buy a donut. Seriously, that is that should that should terrify us, body of Christ. Seriously, that should terrify the remnant of the church. We have issues. <laughs> Myself front and center. I'm out working or I'd be home right now recording my next series which is going to talk about exactly this. Friend, we are not prepared. Church, we are not prepared for what's coming. We're not. We're juvenile. We're immature. We have a wake-up call before us, church. We need to seek the Lord right now while He may be found. So friend, if you, if you get into that sort of thing, of like just some sort of weird satisfaction in watching some preacher sit in his car and throw masks on his lap and yell and scream about not being allowed to buy a donut without a mask, and you get pleasure from that, friend? Why? Why? What in the world in that is satisfying and appropriate for this hour, for sober men of God? It's a question I put out on the table. It's a question. Please think about it, won't you? Please consider it. What, what is it that's desirable about walking fleshly, fleshly, natural, carnal, and angry over an inanimate object when the anger needs to be directed right back at ourselves, church? We need to take on responsibility, and we need to mature. This is about us. This is not about masks and viruses. This is not about that. This is something much, much greater. So let's be found people seeing the greater. Spiritual men walking in discernment in this hour, in this age. Amen. Go to pathdesign.com. Make that your favorite. Make that your homepage. When you open your computer, there you go, pathdesign.com. Actually, I wouldn't expect that. That's a little bit too much. 
You can download the Podbean app, though, for your laptop, for your mobile device. The Podbean app, iTunes, Pandora, SoundCloud. Man, the podcast is all over the place. Whatever your platform of preference is, man, plug us in. And as I'm saying, help us, please. Help us spread the word about rediscovering the ancient way. Man, we're not doing it perfect. We need one another. I need your help. I need your voice. I need your opinion. I need your counsel. We need one another. Email us at pathdesignpodcast at gmail.com. Why? Let us know where you are. Where are you listening? What country are you in? We have people in uh, Germany, Ireland, Israel, um, of course, Canada, United Kingdom. I'm thinking of just the stats I looked at last night. Man, thank you for listening wherever you are. People on the west coast of the United States, thank you. But we need more listeners. What, for our, for our advertising budget? No, there isn't one. <laughs> because the, the word of the Lord needs to go out in this hour. People are looking and listening. And if any one of us feels like we have a voice, we've got to use it and get it out there. Would you help us in doing that by sharing this program? Invite us to where you are. We will come to your home. We'll come to your gathering. We'll meet you at a truck stop in Mississippi. Well, probably not at 2 in the morning. That wouldn't be too safe now, would it? But whatever the case, please message us and let us know you're there. Let us know how we can pray. How can we encourage you? How can we come to where you are and lay hands on you and your children and pray health in the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, the King of all kings, the healer? Thank you for listening. Go to YouTube as well. Find us on there. Most of all, let's pray on earth as it is in heaven in our age. Amen.